What's up guys, welcome back to the TCG experience and we're back after nationals. I'm here with Sami Sakum. Yo! Guys, we all appreciate your support. People oh. were constantly coming up to us It over was the weekend. fucking amazing, bro. And everyone like, love the content. Thank you for helping us. Um, like, people people like listening to it on the way to nationals. Yeah, they, and they were like, Sammy, we love your podcast. You, What you're doing for Jake is so... <laughs> When, when, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. When, you, were like, <laughs> when you were started talking, I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna yeah. troll me now." No, Here they we were go. like, "They were like, oh man, we love the podcast of you and Jake." And it was like, I kept correcting them and being like, "Oh, so you love my podcast, do you?" Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I was I was trolling you. Not even, <laughs> dude. It was all, no, no. Of the course. support was fucking amazing, bro. Yeah, Just, it was uh, every yeah. round, dude. Every every opponent I played, I think mm -hmm. was some of them were like really coy. Yeah. We played and then after the game, we'd be like, oh, by the way, love the podcast, uh -huh. which is very sweet. I appreciate that you guys did that because from the background that I'm in for po with Pokemon, like I'm always I'm very well known in the Pokemon sphere. So when I'm playing games, mm -hmm. there's always that like dynamic of I don't know who my opponent is usually and they yeah, know who yeah. I am. So it's just like weird, weird kind of leverage. And it was nice. It's nice to never have that with Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Where you just feel like completely anonymous. Like under the radar. Yeah, 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 when exactly. You're an absolute savage. Also, 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 no, but it's nice to feel under the radar because um, when you play people, mm -hmm. you get to see who they really are. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense at all? That makes sense. Yeah, I get to, I, I found in Yu Gi Oh tournaments more so, more often than not, I always get people's true character at the table. Yeah, it's, it's very weird for me because. But, and that's, I don't know if I got that because of the. Experience. Oh, okay, but, but yeah, but, but at previous nationals, you would have got that. Yeah, bro, no, I definitely did, man. If you're a bastard, you're a bastard. And yeah. if you're a good guy, you're a good guy. And it had nothing to do with me. I just was fully who you were. Yeah. And this Nats, all right, put it this way. I played 10 opponents. Mm -hmm. Every opponent was awesome. Yeah. So friendly, so calm, so cool. Uh -huh. In wins, losses, there was yeah. no... Uh, uh, and, dude, credit to all of my opponents. They were fucking amazing people. They were really, really great. Yeah. And I have a shout out to give, by the way, randomly. Um, oh, I remember you telling me actually. Really weird. You're gonna think I'm an idiot for it, but let me find no, out. No, if it's the, not if it's the guy you you, you told me about at lunch, it at is, dinner. It is that guy. That uh, guy's a hero. He is a very. We sweet need dude. more people like that. I don't. Uh, oh, is it here? Okay, cool. Shout out to James Tootle. Um, mm -hmm. James is a guy that I think I bumped into round four. Yeah. Or so. Uh, I was just sitting there complaining about <laughs> a loss to somebody, probably <laughs> uh, a loss that yeah. was actually my my own fault. In okay. hindsight, now with the mistake with the, the my put. I got cheated technically, but I don't think I got cheated because I don't think my opponent knew and I just definitely didn't know. But I'll, I'll get to that a little we bit later on. Answer, yeah. yeah, but um, it was as I was complaining about that to somebody, maybe Kirk, as he's yeah. like, 4-0, killing it, you know, like with his yeah. fucking eldest deck. And um, <laughs> this guy comes over and there's a judge right next to us. Okay. And the guy goes, yo, um, anybody, uh, can, can I, where, where's the lost and found, essentially? Yeah. Long-winded way of saying where's the lost and found. Hands the deck over, it's got like pot of prosperities in it, fully like blinged out deck or whatever. And um, he's handing this deck in. He's like aggressively trying to hand it in, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I think I spoke to JY about this, but there's always that like level of temptation when you're younger and you're broke. And this guy didn't seem like particularly old or like he, I don't know, I don't want to judge anybody, but yeah, you know, probably a grand of cards there. And there's always that like inner temptation I found at Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments, you know. Just to take it. In in general, that's the, that's the atmospheric kind of feeling I get when I'm at tournaments. That there's like a lot of like predators around, predatory yeah. trading. Maybe not just you go tournaments. Like maybe unfair, but tournaments in general. Yeah. They attract like a crowd of people that are predatory in games, in tournaments, in trading, and mm -hmm. in whatever. Yeah. Right. And James Tootle just <laughs> he's an unknown dude, bro. I don't know who this guy was. He mm -hmm. definitely just wasn't that. Yeah. In any way. So shout out to you, my brother. He handed in the deck. Probably saved somebody's weekend. Maybe saved their year. 
Okay, yeah. Maybe save their entire Yu-Gi-Oh career, bro, because like, or, you know, desire to play the game, right? Yeah, you might just if you lost all your cards, you like might not people quit. People yeah. quit. People just yeah. man, I went to a tournament, got my deck stolen because now it has been stolen, right? Because you mm -hmm. definitely lost the deck, yeah. but the moment it isn't returned to you, it's been stolen. Yeah, right. So well done, bro. Shout out to you, man. When, when I was um, when I was younger, I uh, I was I lost a, an an ultra rare set of solemn judgments. Okay, when I was like 13, 14. MRD is the original. MRD, yeah. Okay. And this was when like CP1 just had a rare reprint and mm -hmm. they were so expensive and it was like a staple in every deck. And I was just like, oh my God, all the good players are using this card. Obviously it's amazing. And they got stolen. Mm -hmm. And I know who stole them. Oh okay. my God. Yeah. Why do you always do this, bro? Yeah. <laughs> he's taking it. Dude, I just shouted at some fucking hero and he's like, yeah, no, I'm just going off your story. He's like, we need some drama. <laughs> what the fuck? Just let let no, us live in peace, no. bro. We just live in fucking peace, man. We're living in peace, man. We're living in Holy peace. Holy shit! Oh my god. Cool. So, so yeah, so you got them stolen from you, and you don't know who stole them. All right. Okay, just... I don't know who stole them. <laughs> right, right. What the and fuck? I was just gutted. Yeah. Like, you know when you have a hunch of who took it, but you just can't confirm. Sure. It. Okay. I was absolutely Happ gutted. It happened with me. I had an engagement ring stolen in my pocket. Fucking an engagement ring. A very expensive engagement ring. That might have just saved your whole life. <laughs> no oh yeah the fact that yeah. i didn't you no. didn't propose yeah it was tough bro i proposed and then it was kind of like dice and i was like bro give me that fucking ring back <laughs> and then it got jacked <laughs> yeah then you definitely got saved yeah. <laughs> it was definitely a sign oh. holy shit um but yeah i luckily a lot of uh, luckily i haven't had huge amounts or a whole deck stolen from mm. me but just something small things have been stolen yeah. from me or cards that i've lent out and never got back sure. have, you know been t you know just Hopefully they've they've done that person well, etc. But I know how it feels. <laughs> I know how it feels, you know. And yeah. um, but a whole deck that must be ten x worse. Like a whole deck, and especially if like you've invested a lot of money into it, and you know cards are expensive. And expensive I would say if the reason. person had that deck returned, I think it was a Flanderese deck, but it was like okay. it had prosperities in it, which are like I don't know, yep. eighty quid each or something. I mean the rest are like imperms, ashes. These yep. cards aren't cheap anymore, you know. No, so I would guess it's not. like north of six hundred quid probably for the for deck. Sure, yeah. Um, if that was you that got your deck returned to you comment bro and just say like you know like we should yeah. the guy that returned it to is called james because it's not like they ever they never do a song and dance about it when somebody does something really cool at events yeah but they're really quick to like dq ban name and shame you know but yeah. i don't think there's enough like positive like oh man by the way you're yeah. lucky you dude i'll tell you a story way back when <coughs> i'm talking like 10 plus years uh -huh. remember houston oh my god that cesspool of amazingness oh it was that, i was only went there a few times every time <laughs> i went there i was like holy shit i walked in i was like holy shit what the fuck dude houston was like <laughs> utter cesspool of greatness like you couldn't <laughs> it was like the the most dangerous place to oh go and play Yu-Gi-Oh! in God. terms of like you know theft and crime and like but at the same time it was amazing yeah it was amazing like yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean uh -huh. it was it really thickened you up like it thickened your skin up and like there was always every week there was a fight or something happening it was fully like the <laughs> whoa 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 you're gonna like the drama yeah and then you just live and breathe no, it i'm, I'm not ready breathe it at houston yeah i didn't say hey guys someone stole from me i'm about to name them <laughs> i didn't gonna name them i'm gonna name them but you're like yeah like cesspool and like yeah no, all no, the drama so, so, and fights so i remember this very specific instance at houston where yeah. <clears throat> there was a dude there Forget his name. I don't even remember his name. But he used to be like one of the binder grinders. So uh -huh. like when you opened his binder, it had like at the time, Secret Duality, Secret Rabbit. So whatever the best yeah, cards were. copies of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a real binder grinder. Yeah. And I think he'd been set up. And by set up, I mean, somebody had said, hey, come in, nab that guy's binder. He has a ton of value in it. Mm -hmm. And then just dip, run out. 
He's okay. not going to do anything. This dude, I remember him being really short, like a short Indian dude, a short brown dude, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it happens. Some guy runs in, grabs the binder, punches the kid in the face. Holy shit. Sorry, grabs it, what, punches he, him. In, what? Taking the binder was enough. He had to punch him. Got to send a message. No, <laughs> no. Got to send a message. <laughs> no, Holy so shit. He just grabs the binder, punches him in the face. Yeah. And it happened so quickly. Everybody was in shock, <laughs> right? And there was this one dude who, and I'm going to be completely transparent here. There's yeah. a one dude in the tall white guy Everybody just ridiculed him. Uh-huh. Picture the guy that like doesn't have many friends, always plays unsleeved back then, you know, like yeah. had nothing going for him. Like everybody mocked him, mm-hmm. you know, like was on the spectrum of some kind. He was like autistic or something. He mm-hmm. very, definitely obviously had a learning difficulty. Yeah. And everybody just mocked him. That's horrible. Right? You know, what, well, I'm trying to be honest. Like yeah, it was the, know, with the yeah. nature of what ha- the, the scenario of the time. Yeah. Um, everybody looks at that dude, this fucking tall black dude running out with the binder, gone. Yeah, mm, yeah. Brown dude been punched in the face, just sitting there chilling. Nobody stands up, and that fucking kid, that white kid that was getting yeah. mocked forever, I don't know his name, stands up, runs after this guy, bro. Yeah, chases him down the fucking street. Yeah, and we don't know what happened because you never saw him again. We never. No, no, he don't fucking, <laughs> what was he throwing? In, was he, what happened to <laughs> you him? Think you fucking was he died? throwing a boot? <laughs> was he throwing a boot and driving away? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, he, he sent a message. You say <laughs> we gotta send a message. We'll punch him in the face, so, and then <laughs> he gets out. So what, was, if they, what if they weren't after the binder? He comes back. <laughs> <laughs> what if they wanted him? <laughs> what, the autistic kid? So he's going to take him, bro. <laughs> so so five minutes later, we're like yeah. trying to console this fucking dude about his binder. I'm going to hell for sure. Dude. And the white kid comes back and he's got the yeah. binder in his hand. No way. I swear to God. He cornered the guy. Yeah. Cornered him, wouldn't let him go. He's like, look, I'm taking the binder back. What yeah. You, what you? All we know is his testimony. But I'm going to fucking believe him because he came back with the fucking binder, bro. What's his name? I don't know. I can't remember. Okay. This is years ago, man. It was like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, we should name um, people like that who does Dude, good, good I, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. Be yeah. positive. So like he yeah. he presents him with the binder and I and, and the guy was like, oh my God, thank you. Right? Yeah. And I stopped it and I was, and I'm, I'm, I'm not really like a judge or, and I'm, as an impartial party that I said, okay, cool. And I was really like stunned that this binder had been returned. Yeah. And I was like, here's what's going to happen, bro. Let this kid, the kid that was, because even the dude that had had his binder returned to him used to ridicule this guy. Yeah, everybody did. Yeah, I said, "Here's what's gonna happen, bro. You're gonna let this guy go for your binder. Yeah, and take a couple of cards. I don't yeah. care what they are. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't give a fuck what take they are, plate, bro. Yep. Take a playset of everything that you want. Listen to this, bro. You know? so take whatever you want, right? Yeah. And I'll tell you when to stop. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> and I just kind of intervened. Good. I'll tell you yeah, when to stop. Good, because because it was it was it was open shut case, bro. The binder returned. He yeah. said thank you. Turns away from him. Yeah, and I was no stunned. Way. I was stunned. So I said, he didn't he- even offer to give so him anything. I just or- interjected. I said, "Here's going to happen. Take whatever you're from the binder." Yeah, I know it's not my place to do that, but I didn't, no, at it the is ta- your place. Dude, at the time, I didn't sure. go. At the time, I didn't give a fuck to be yeah. honest. I was a different no, dude. Of course, yeah. Um, no, but you'd still do that now, dude. Listen to this, bro. Listen to what happens. The guy goes through the binder, page of rabbits and dualities. Next page, da da da. Next page, and he just wants the- some random. Next like, page, next page, next deck. page. Gets to the back, and he put, bro. I remember him specifically taking like a couple of super rares and a fucking no way, I, dude, because of who he was, bro. And these are the cards that he could never get for his own deck, and they were just like really fringe, useless cards. Do you know what I mean? It was a very like sweet moment. Yeah, surely he's got a place at dualities or something. Whatever, like, yeah. That, that's not what that was for. You know, I know, it was for, I know. It was, yeah. to like send a message. It's literally to explain so, to like, yeah. hey man, you're incredibly lucky that you got these cards back. There's a world where you literally you would never get them back. Ninety nine percent time, you'd never get them back. Because no one chased after the guy. Yeah, it was if, wrapped. If he made, if that, if that guy made a deal with you and said, look, you know, preemptively, when it gets stolen, time freezes, and 
I will take yep. a third of them, the cards, yep. if I can save you lock it, it yep. and you get 67% back. A third? Yeah. You take, How about you take this? Car, you take How car, about this? What, 20%? How about this? How about this? Time yeah. gets frozen. Yeah. Hey, look, bro. You either get none of the cards back or you get back a single duality. <laughs> do you know what I mean though like you take what, and this guy just takes the whole but you take anything yeah. short yeah. Like, yeah, you sure. take anything short of nothing right but like dude what this car, what this kid pulled out was like the, the just jank it was just very sweet it was like a it put things into perspective even back then like in terms of what well people's kid. What, what people's mentalities are like you know yeah. when it, approaching the game and stuff like when you look through that binder if I gave you the opportunity to take cards from the binder you'd be like dualities or rabbits or whatever JD but I wouldn't take the piss it wouldn't matter. I'm just saying that yeah. you would have a very clear... But that guy's intention in mm. returning the binder was that he wanted nothing in return to do so. Which is great. Which is fucking awesome. Yeah. But the only thing that made me step in was the dude's reaction upon receiving so the binder back ungrateful. was so ungrateful. Yeah. I was like, fucking hell, man. What the fuck? This you know, guy deserves to get his binder right. stolen and in some ways. You know? Yeah, not really. But, but yeah, you know, I was you know like... What I mean? like yeah. you what's, know what's, it, what's it going to take for this guy to wake yeah, up in the real world? Yeah, yeah. Because if he's not waking up now when his binder stolen getting it given it back to him, then maybe when he's... Girl gets taken from him by another oh, dude. Oh, stop it! That's what it's going to take. Why are you doing but that? Why are you bringing up? Why are you bringing that could have got prevented if his binder actually did get stolen. If that Why are you sense. bringing up girls being taken again? Right here, when did the last bring that up? I don't know. I think you're firing shots, but it's all right. All right cool. who? Um, who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, moving man. on. Sorry, moving on. Yeah, go on. Oh man. Yeah. But, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Just what a week. What a weekend. I absolutely. Okay, we absolutely threw nationals. Holy shit! What? A, mm. What? Not a waste. But um, I, I, to be completely transparent, it was, short of the, it was fun. Short of the one thing that happened to me, yeah. what, what I just completely missed. Yeah, I don't think I had much play to any of my losses. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there wasn't much to do. Yeah, like there was a lot of imperm nibs mm-hmm. in, on my day. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And there was um, a couple of top deck token collectors, and it just yeah, it was a tough. It was just a tough day. It's played a part. Tough day at the uh, yeah. office for me to so to go X three mm-hmm. with the one thing that was in my control, dude. My mentality with this kind of shit, bro, is if you throw based on a mistake that was preventable, yeah. you should not be in the top cut. Yeah. Just once. Yeah. Because Happens y- to me. Yeah, you just shouldn't though. Yeah. You just shouldn't. I agree. It's cause some of the time you'll you'll throw a game and it won't matter. You know? Mm-hmm. But most of the time if you do make a mistake that costs you an entire game or a match even worse, mm-hmm. you're just not supposed to be there, man. Yeah. Because the top cut should be filled with all the players that are just prepared and great and have played perfectly throughout the day but it's really hard when like top cuts like top 64 what do you mean like um there's gonna be multiple people there who made multiple mistakes and sure. still made it um i agree i get but what i'm saying is like yeah. in terms of your year or your five years or ten years of playing sure, the game yeah. like you'll realize that those mistakes do they compound on themselves so, like me the error i made was with the heavenly the spell the heavenly yeah, the spell? spell for soul Tour, yeah yeah, yeah so so I'll go into it real, very briefly. Opponent had it in graveyard. Mm-hmm. The opponent's top, opponent has Moye in hand, which he's added the f- turn prior. Yep. Um, so I know his hand is just Moye. Mm-hmm. He's in top deck mode. Uh, draws random cards. We know it's not imperm because he just snaps shotguns imperm on my Baron, right? Yep. So it's not imperm. Could be a hot, but we just can eliminate a few cards that it can't be. Okay. And then he just banishes the spell from the graveyard and I tank for a little while as to whether or not I should negate it with the Baron because I'm losing to any top deck worm regardless. Yep. Right? And you can't do that because you need a non-effect monster. And Luke Park, shout out to Luke Park, was the only one who's like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. But the rest of the people around me were like, oh, I would have negated it. So the common belief here is that you don't, You most people didn't know that. Yeah, I'm sure the people that I've tried and tested with the, that deck or know the card well know that that's the case. But my opponent obviously didn't know because mm-hmm. my opponent fucking did it. Yeah, because you, you need a face of non-effect, non-effect monster. But my opponent just banished it. Okay. So he obviously didn't know. Mm-hmm. Or he's a cheater. But 
my impression of him as a person was that he didn't, he know. Just didn't know. Yeah, he just didn't know, to be fair. Uh, so that was my game that I threw for sure. Which, which happens. Like people, yeah. just, people miss things. So here's the thing, and we're going to get onto it a little bit. Is there's a, I just feel like there's a different standard that everybody's held to mm-hmm. at tournaments. So like, for example, let's say I'm playing you on okay. stream. You, me and mm-hmm. you. Yep. And you banish that card, that, that heavenly card, and I miss it. Right? Yeah. Z- oh, Zodiac's going to blow you up, bro. Oh, You're man. finished. You're finished. Oh, boy. You're finished. They would light You're me up like a bonfire. Right. like, this cheater. Right. He's oh, taking he kn- advantage. Ready? Hold on, hold on. He must know. How does he not know? How does he not know? Oh, he man. must know. So yeah, like this, oh, yeah, I but get you know what I mean? But this fucking pre kind of pre like the, oh, the good players have to know everything yeah. about every card all the time. It's here. very Come jarring. On. Dude, I have yeah. more respectfully. You've seen my day today. You actually witnessed a small glimpse of my day. Mm-hmm. How much of my day do you think I spent thinking about Yu-Gi-Oh today? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You were with me just for the last couple of hours. Have I stopped? I haven't stopped. And there's nothing that's been wrong. Okay, nothing with you, Gary. Of course. So nothing. The, the point is, like, sure, I might miss something. And this is going to tie in nicely into me talking about you, actually, but something that happened okay. to you round six or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really important yeah. because that was I know, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. And I know the testing you did. And I know kind of like where you're at regarding yeah. that specific event. So do you want to tell the people about what happened? Like, what round was it even? I don't even. Um, it might have been round six or cool. round seven. I think it might. Have it might have been earlier, even, dude. No, I think it was late. I think it was round seven. It okay, was round six, seven. It was one of the rounds. Whatever. Um, the people that went to Nashville know it was the round that was like severely delayed. Yeah, and you know what? It wasn't actually delayed. Oh, wasn't it? Because it was delayed. I felt yeah, like it was no, delayed. It was delayed for sure, and then everyone was waiting for that match. But it wasn't delayed because of us. I think it was delayed because of a miss judgment with a judge okay let's leave that for a second let's explain to you yeah. what happened in the game because i don't really want to talk about judges or anything no today. No, no but i'm just saying that that was what sure sure yeah. but, but either way i'm just trying to pinpoint for the people at home i'm talking about that game where it overran because mm-hmm. everybody who was in the room there was a delay i was sat with fucking swanee and them lot at the table yeah chilling. There, there, there was a long was, delay it was huge, but just, just on, the, on the judge thing there are the, the reason why it was a mistake basically it was just inexperience i just think that judge was just lacking a little bit of inexperience because sure. the beauty about um the, the, when they select judges for for events, they don't have all the best, but they have all the best, and then they have people who are growing up to be better. Yeah, so it's often it's a you see, trial and error. dude. You kind of see that in like the judges end up becoming people that work at uh, tournament center or Konami as well. Yeah, they, just grow. they grow. They yeah, yeah, they got the ladder. But that is cool that they have like a um, like a growth system. Yes. So you can you can yeah. start a judge and end up being somebody who works at a, com- a company that's like reputable. Very similar to like a previous topic we talked about with the management system, like like hedges and managers. Yeah, and they, that's about, cool though. I about, do like that. But yeah, shout out to Sam Lang, by the way. He was a great judge. But before we get into that, I'll explain. I didn't interact with the dude, but like, yeah, the tournament was smooth. And he's Every, every event I've gone to and he's head judge. Is he a British guy? Um, yeah, he's from Liverpool. And it's okay. just, he, actually, he actually is a listener. He actually, you know, he listens to the podcast. Does he? he shout does, out, yeah. my boy. Let's go, Sam Lang. And um, he has a small team that he always judges with at Liverpool. Oh, man, that's um, sick. I think Adam Cunningham and oh, Adam Crayford. And that's like having, you know, like when a football manager moves or transfers yeah. somewhere, he takes his fucking team with him. Yeah. Because he knows he can count on them. They're solid. That's fucking cool, And man. there's someone else. I can't remember. I can't, I'm so sorry. I can't remember your name, but he always brings them like to sure. all these regionals. Were and they his Nats team? Yeah, oh, on his Nats team as well. And <clears throat> Nat, the reason why Nats went so smoothly because of him, everyone I've gone to is because well, you got to give credit to everybody else because there's a lot of people behind can't. the scenes. But yeah, like, he's a big like part of it. Keeper, of course. He's a big part of it. Of course, yeah. So, um, Round six, there was an issue where um, there was two issues we had in the game. One issue was where a token. So my opponent was using a token, but his field center has a token. Da, 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 da. What's no, that? Ricky Martin. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like 
a team of people in. with like Ricky Martin tokens, which I didn't know existed <laughs> until the judge pointed out. I'll to tell me. you what, no, that is a the, fucking. The, the fact that the judge pointed out to me that there's a there's a <laughs> oh there's a team of players who use Ricky Martin tokens. I'm like, well, that should they should actually ban field centers as user tokens <laughs> i thought you were gonna say they should ban ricky martin tokens. yeah cancel him man <laughs> cancel that guy but no the fact this guy my opponent okay my opponent was actually really nice and chill okay um and we actually had a good game and we we pro we actually went over what happened and he was like yep yeah, that's understandable i was like yep yeah, that's understandable and i said we reverse the roles it'd mm. be the same um but he actually has a token on top of his extra deck Okay, okay. Actual, an official token. And what I'm going with this is he used right of Aramisia to make a, an adventure token. This token is in the middle of, of the table in a tap position. He's using field zone as well. It's slightly just pushed up above um, the zone. So it's just like slightly... So basically it's where his field center has always been. Okay. It's in the middle zone? Mm -hmm. In okay. the middle zone, yeah. Right. In a tap position. So there's like no like issue here. And I've got access code out. And I've got one link monster in the grave. Okay, which I could banish or destroy something. And he's got a Flunder Control monster linked to. And my opponent's on 8k. So I make, link, uh, um, I make access code. My opponent's on 8k. So I'm like, okay. So you know you're not killing him. Hmm? You're not killing him. I'm not him. killing him. He's but clearing I'm, the board. But my, yeah. my, my, my thing, process here is, do I keep the one link monster in? Or do I banish it to destroy his, his link to monster and just attack him directly for 53 and leave him on 30, um, 27? Yeah. Or I can just attack over his link to Flunder Control monster, put him on 43. And the next turn, I could banish my link monster destroy whatever he sets to protect himself and tap the game directly. And yep. I figured that was the best option, okay? So I just do that. I just, um, I'm thinking, and then I just attack over the guy, burn him for damage. Um, so he's on 43, so, so I'm like, cool. All right, and then I'll pass. Okay, he draws his turn. He then goes, discard his Ash Blossom, okay? To summon back the Plunder Patrol Monster in the graveyard. Yeah. Okay, which is like from Ghost of the Past 2, a uh, new card. Then he then links, is that a link summon? I'm like, well, there's a link one. Yeah. And then, and then I'm like, no, I use the token. And I'm like, you haven't got a token. And then, okay. okay and then, yeah. and then, and then there's so a, that's kind of what was explained to me. That seems to be the point of dispute. Yeah. yeah where the, and then mm -hmm. like, it can very easily be explained of like, would you logically have popped the token? Would absolutely. The absolutely. Pop well, yeah, the token. because the point of access card is to clear the board in, in its entirety. Well, well, Why well, would you not? Well, yeah. He's always discarding any card to summon the guy back. Of course. Yeah. So he's, and he's always going to make it. Well, he did, he's how it went anyway, regardless. But still, like I'm always clearing the board. Right. Okay. No one makes access card and then mm -hmm. leaves somebody with something mm -hmm. usually. Yeah. So oh. we called a judge over and yeah. I was like, would, can I ask a question? would you have traded your access card for the for the for the token? Um. Yes. Then I'm fully on your fucking side, bro. Yeah. Because. Do you Cause you he's follow? Because he's always yeah. drawing a card, discarding, <coughs> making the guy, and then looking at the You got what I'm code. saying, though? Yeah. If you would have traded a fucking fully hench access code to clear an adventure token, to clear, then you would have. Then, yeah. yeah, then you would Yeah, fine. Okay, cool. Mm. I'm done with that story, to be fair. Okay. I'm fully on your side, no, though. Yeah. So, so we call the judge over. Sure. Okay. And I'm like, hey, this is the scenario, etc. The judge listens to both our sides of the story. Okay. Mm. Logs it, goes away to get a, um, a supervisor's opinion, a head judge's opinion, mm. comes back. And instantly issues my opponent a game loss for misrepresentation. Okay. Right. And I'm like, whoa, 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 that's harsh. Okay. okay. So I say it's actually harsh here. We should go back. <laughs> we should go back. Why here. are you laughing? Because I know you're going to start laughing about <laughs> no, this. No, because I just, that's not like you at all. But yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay, cool. So, I'm listening. <laughs> so, um, hey, guys, no, don't game loss my opponent. Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, well no, I actually thought it was quite harsh. We could rewind. Yeah, yeah. We could yeah. rewind to the. We literally, if it, if it was like so far advanced, sure, sure, sure. if it was so far on. Yeah. Then maybe. Well, but I still can, think it's kind of harsh. It can never be so far on because either he just misrepresents or not. No, he represents. just yeah, or he just like takes his turn, main phase. He's either going to put that token into defense mode, at which yeah. point you know immediately mm -hmm. that. And that's where I'd be calling a judge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So yeah, either however it plays out, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of. 
Yeah. So, um, so I nope. say it's kind of it's kind of harsh here. Um, the judge sticks to that ruling, and then my opponent appeals. Uh, the hedger comes over. God, he could have owned you so hard. And what? He could have owned you so hard. If he's like main phase, yeah. Put the token. He's like switch the token to defense mode, and then discard. And then if you're like, if you don't, if you don't respond there. Like if you're not like, hell, whoa, 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 that's a token. Imagine yeah. you just <laughs> stayed quiet. Oh, no, no, no. And then he's like, yeah, pit some. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I, I just, if he, if he the moment he touches the yeah, cool. as soon as I call the judge. Well, I, I say to the guy, you know, this is not a token. Yeah, sure. Okay, and then um. Yeah, the, the judge should get appeals, etc. Mm. Here's both sides of the story. I even said the head judge. I actually think we should just rewind it. He's literally just drawn a card and discarded it for this this card. He was in top deck mode. Yeah. Oh, easy, bro. Okay. Yeah. And then um, the judge was like, "Yep, yeah, sure." Issues um, an extension. Cool. No problem. And then um, I win that. Can game. they play off one card that deck? Can it play off one card? I don't know. I don't think so. Cool. So okay. Cool. So he just draws, realizes he can't do anything because the token's mm. now popped. Yep. The game's over. Mm. You go to game three. Yep. Easy. All right. Cool. So game three. Okay, so yeah, I think this is game three. Or this is yeah, this is good to game three, I believe. Um, and then we play the game, and I'm going first, and I combo off. Um, or there's a point where I have, I I set or yeah, I set my scythe. My Baron will destroy it. Goes to the graveyard. Um, my opponent draws for his turn. Six card. He's not played a card yet. No hand traps. Nothing. This is yeah. This is actually game three. Yeah, I remember it now. And um, I go. Um, he says to me, "Stand my phase." I'm like, "Yep, yeah, Baron." He says, you got Siphon there, right? I was like, yeah, I destroyed it with Baron. When, and if anyone's destroying it with Baron, the mm -hmm. obvious intention is to summon it back from Baron. Sure. Or, as, or otherwise, why would they destroy it? They would right. keep it set right. if they had an intention to summon like Hot right. Red from the grave, right? So he says, uh, target. And I says, it doesn't target. Just in the, like, in the brief moment. In the moment. Yeah. yeah because every, everyone, because everyone's, wait, like, you know, like, you know. Right, here's where I'm going to step in. Cool. All right. Um, I'm going to just fully vouch for you in the spot. And <laughs> just say that. Why? I believe that you just didn't, know that it okay. didn't target because regardless of what anybody says and here's the double standards thing like we're good players are st you know they're more it's more uh what's the word they're just held to a different standard a higher standard that they should know what every card does every interaction does all the time yeah and if they make a genuine mistake they're labeled cheaters whereas if a fish made a genuine mistake at a lower table it's a genuine mistake and they're just known as like inexperienced right right which is what happened to me with the heavenly thing where yeah. i think my opponent made a genuine mistake mm -hmm. and i the more experienced player yeah. didn't know what the card did yeah imagine this bro imagine i banished the heavenly mm -hmm. me against somebody who did know and they're like oh you can't do that Bro, they're gonna go in and be like, "Yo, that guy tried to cheat me with the heavenly thing." Yeah, and I'd be like, "Oh, I just didn't know." It, you know, what? does that it's, make sense it, though? It's like, crazy how often that happens. But I know, I know. People, people the just witch hunts are fucking. People bicker about small things. I think that this game is quite complex. Yes, There's multiple things, multiple interactions, new cards, etc. But just the Baron thing specifically, though, I've played with this guy a lot, and his deck pre pre uh, Nat specifically was just doing main face shit. It wasn't actually using Baron in that way at all I never used it on my face yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't yeah. playing the TG1 fine, edition, fine, fine, fine. exactly it was in the calamity but, shit but, but just on this it's actually my best interest for it I wanted to target because my Baron's not negated yet yeah so you could so chain I, Baron so and then yeah, make so him I kill a card from his hand I yeah, wanted to call by I wanted to DD Chromie but people aren't deeping that um, so I actually didn't think this was a big issue but because there was everyone waiting around for us to finish it it was made into a, a big deal and then does he get yeah. locked? Yeah, he got scythed. And he then had, lost. He had, no he had no and response. Then, and then lost. And then lost. Cool. So, I read a message. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but I read a message from somebody uh, random who was like, oh, Jake tried to do this, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I immediately leapt to a defense, actually, because it read to me as somebody who just... And this happens a lot where you lose to somebody. And yeah. instead of just being like, yeah, lost to a good player, 
that the ego post match can get really into like it can kind of like yeah it can kind of eat itself alive you know where it's yeah. like i lost i need there to be a reason everybody saw that there was a huge delay right and as long as you've been truthful which i do believe you, you've been truthful i mean i guess we'll find out right if you haven't been truthful because there'll be a shit storm of him coming out and be like that's not what happened duh, 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 blah blah mm. blah which i don't think is possible because again I, I, I vouch for you like you know, in terms of your you know your morality um Mm-hmm. It's just weird that people find the need to to have some weird justification after the fact. After they lose. After and not, they just and not lose. be like, good, good game. Why can't yeah. people be like, good game? I mean, game the, the token thing to me is incredibly stupid. Like, that's incredibly obvious that... Dude, fish pop that token. Yeah. Right? If it's clear that it's a token. Mm-hmm. So, logically, it either was ambiguous as to whether it was a token but, or not. Or... Does, does, would he ask him? Would you have popped the token? Who the fuck leaves yeah, no, you with a token? We, we, talk, we spoke about it. It's like, yeah. he's like, absolutely popping the token. He says, right. It's obvious that you're popping the token. Right, right exactly. Um, so what's and, the issue? So, but also, the thing is, though, the thing is that the message I read or whatever yeah. was like, but I used the token the whole game. Duh, 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 re, tuh, tuh. So obviously it was a fucking token, but that wasn't the energy in the game. No. So obviously now you've left the fucking table, and now mm. all of a sudden it's like. Blah blah blah. Friend, he's talking to the friends about what happened. Yeah, the game was chill, the right? But chill. what I'm saying, bro, is like that's just the nature of this fucking bullshit. Commu- people just want an excuse. The community, oh, the people I fucking played against. Again, I'm gonna reiterate. Oh man, I wish I had my parents. I would shout every single one of them out. Yeah, because they were all just the fucking dopest people, bro. Everybody, like m- the the good players. I think I played probably. This is gonna sound harsh. I'm not yeah. gonna name names. I think I probably played two good players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely one. Yeah, definitely one player I would consider good, and it's, I don't know if he topped or not, but it would surprise me if he didn't. Cool. So he was solid. The rest of them were really just nice, kind of casual people. Yeah. My losses were against fish, and my wins were against fish. You know, yeah. um, they were all just amazing, bro. Yeah. They were all just fucking amazing, and like it would suck if like they left the table and started some like weird, like started talking about me. You know, about mm-hmm. my when we played a very cool game, and yeah. they needed some weird reason as to why they lost, mm-hmm. which wasn't real. It, it reminds me back of um, I remember YCS I played, and I played against a guy, um. And we we played, and there was a lot of issues. Like, because it was remote duel, he had his kids in the background okay. screaming, okay, screaming to a sound like you, you can't. It's just unfair that you can play. Basically, you you just can't play. Like, it's very uncomfortable. For who? Hearing, for you? Yeah, for, for, for we're making our plays. Well, the kids. I mean, no, no, it was it was like much more work. Like. I, I, I could take it for a while and then it got really like out of hand. I was yeah. like, hey, can you just... So when you were winning, you could take it. But when you started losing, it's like, oh, God, I can't Oh, no, I, 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 don't think was, <laughs> I don't think there was a point I was losing during no, the whole game. I'm just, but I'm just this being real. So <laughs> going to the highest standard part, um, we got a judge involved. I said, look, hey, is there any chance we could... My opponent could be on push to talk even though you're not allowed to be because, because the sound's so loud, etc., yeah. etc. Et I then proceed to to win the game match. But he... so. I, I, it got, it was very, very uncomfortable me play, playing the sound. Sure. Um, I, I got to a point where the judges weren't listening to me. Um, and I was like, this is, if you were, if you were here playing the game, it would be, I think it'd be very different. Sure. Um, and then, um, after winning, it was, it got quite heated at one point during the game. He said to me, you know, are you even allowed to play in this tournament because you're from the UK? Because it's an American YCS, et cetera. Okay. And I, I just started laughing. Um, we, I left at the end of the match. We then said, "Look, hey, you know." He said to me, "It's quite unlucky. Both players of our caliber had to play against each other." Um, and I was like, "Yeah, it just is what it is. Uh, good luck in the rest of the tournament." We both left at positive, positive vibe, positive sure. energy. And then all of a sudden, after the match ended, okay, he talks to his friend circle, and then I'm getting outed on, on Facebook by a Frank Nicola guy. I don't even some, someone called Frank. Okay, and I'm just <laughs> like, 
I remember this. <laughs> and I'm just like, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so and it all comes back to... Oh, I'm not even going to say the, the, the circle. Um, right, it doesn't fucking matter. Let's just stop yeah, talking about that shit. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. But it's just... But people... If, it, if I was some random person... Yeah. Yeah. Would, You're n- then it would have been very yeah. different. I don't think... No one's ever calling a random person out. You know, yeah, they, so. well, they might say like my opponent last round was a dick, but they wouldn't say, yeah, they wouldn't go out of their way to name and shame, basically. Mm-hmm. But it's only because it comes with the territory, right? Like you're, you have to be held to a higher standard some of the time. For if sure. you want to be like a coach, or if you want to be like a, an online celebrity, mm-hmm. not an online, celebrity, but you know what I mean, like a celebrity within the fucking yeah, within the within that the the small fucking microcosm, um, then yeah, people are gonna be like, hey man, because especially bro, here's what I found: if you're gonna be all like. Hey guys, you know, I'm amazing and I'm so nice, right? If you're going to be that guy, yeah. Be that guy. You you better fucking be that guy, bro. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? If you're going to be the so guys, uh, you know, how was this and ha 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 and life's amazing, you know, congrats and good luck. If you're going to be the fucking really sweet guy, make sure you're really that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Cuz the moment you fucking slip up, bro, they're coming for you. <laughs> they're coming for you. all yeah. of them. All yeah, of the hyenas yeah. and the fucking you know they're, they're coming for you. Man. The ones, especially the ones that championed you and they're like, oh, he's a great guy and they vouched for you. Yeah. Those are the ones that can't going to come for you the most because they're going to feel the most uh, betrayed. So what I like to do is I just like to be completely real. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, because... I agree with that. I agree with that. You, 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 people are listening to like the real me as each episode goes on. I think so. I think you're opening up a lot more. Um, and But going for what we were saying, it really just come back to ego. Yeah. People just find that they need an excuse to why they lost and they just can't accept it. Mm. In fact, if you instead if you just looked back on how you played the game and see if there's any errors on your end or oh, talk for through sure. to your opponent, this game would be much harder. And in some ways it's actually better that everyone just bickers in some ways because it means they're not getting better. It <laughs> means they're just completely delaying their, their growth. They're delaying their potential and they're delaying their um their wins. Yeah, and they're tops. So um, yeah, it just is what it is. So um, you know, it's just it's a shame, really, especially when people work so hard on their game and people just don't analyze or work through what really happened. I think that's a really good segue into. Um, I don't think we prepared enough for this event. Yeah, we didn't. Or didn't work hard enough. Or we all. didn't. Yeah, I don't. What? I, that, I don't think you did. <laughs> is that fair? No, I didn't because, have time to. Yeah, that's what, no. I'm not trying to shit yeah. on you. I don't think you did. Because no, you I have didn't. a lot of obligations, coaching. I definitely put a lot of time with Swordsaw. I'm not gonna lie, I really did. Uh, yeah. Especially like games that like, I played like hundreds and hundreds of games mm-hmm. in the week leading up to that so with the deck. Yeah. So I felt like really confident with the deck, and it's really frustrating to take a deck to an event. Um, the reason I didn't know what the Heavenly card did weirdly is because why? I hate the card. Yeah. I've just always hated the card. Mm-hmm. Like I've just despised it from the the. the the get-go like I've, oh vessel's broken you should play vessel weirdly people seem to be like falling out of love with vessel and play more of that other card and no vessel at all i think it's weird it depends where the format goes i think vessel's busted i think it's broken. absolutely busted also it's like beats token collector there's the only way to really beat token collector yeah, is you your need, worm plus vessel yeah yeah you you need your tenies and but right. also the reason why heavenly is really good if everyone's playing valor imperm all that shebang yeah. in every deck yeah heavenly gets then, then heavenly is just insane because you can just chain block um, one of my losses finally mm-hmm. dude I'm playing fucking mirror match yeah and in game three um, I'm like uh, long one revolted horror yeah and my opponent goes oh so you are playing 10 years <laughs> <laughs> which would show you how fucking bad I drew that day oh <laughs> my like, gosh but all of all of my games so in terms of prep yeah I prepped all of these like obscure combos like how to like play around token collector and stuff and my whole day my whole fucking day was 
normal summon Moe <laughs> reveal fucking Taie or some shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That was my whole day. My gosh. So it was just it was a really rough day at the office. So to finish yeah. seven three over ten rounds with mm-hmm. with what I consider to be the very bottom of my range of draws, you know, like yeah. it felt okay. Yeah. Cause I did prep a lot with the deck. Um in terms of the, the deck itself, I there's a couple of cards I would change mm-hmm. moving forward. I think I had a really good good list actually. I mean it's yeah. difficult to misbuild the deck because you know it's pretty standardized yeah, at the free, stage. Free, free, free. Um but yeah, didn't like Chalice in the sideboard, weirdly. Okay. Which obviously like, feels like a god card when you chain it to coat token collector. It just mm-hmm. feels broken. Um, but just not worth it. Because again, I'll, I'll repeat this for any of the listeners at home. If you happen to make concessions like play uh, Chalice in the sideboard, specifically try and beat token collector. Because we would agree on like Chalice doesn't beat anything else. right? You're not bringing in Chalice like, for any other matchups. Not really. You, other than Flundery. But you, but you have Imperm. Yeah. But you have Imperm. Right? No, it's it's uh, it's actually Chalice that's really good against map if you get when you start. Yeah. No, no when once they've started and you go yeah. second. Okay. Um, but then again, yeah, you you want you want more in. You want right. Chalice but in I'd rather have Imperm like as in my opening five against Flunder to stop yeah. them from doing anything. Yeah, right. Then have true. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. Like yeah. the upgrade isn't huge there, so like I'm not like oh my god, I can't wait to bring in um, Chalice against Flundery. Like it's fine. Yeah, but it's not like a a blowout okay, card. Yeah, it's know. not a blowout. It's just like a card to just fill. fill it's up. a small upgrade, but it's not it's exactly. It's not so. The idea is like if you're having to make concessions where you're sideboarding a card that I consider to be low power level. Yeah. To beat things like token collector, and you're that worried about token collector because people are playing three, 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 three token collector everywhere. You're on the wrong deck. Yeah, you are. You're yeah. on the wrong deck. Just play something else. Put that deck down and play. Some yeah, different play something. Deck. So that's that's kind of like I I I uh, let go of that um. My, that's always been my mentality with card games and like oh man if, I have to, if I'm overdoing overcompensating to make my deck try to beat these fringe fucking cards yeah I would usually just drop the deck mm-hmm. or stick to it and ignore the cards ignore yeah. their existence and I just didn't do it this weekend so I wasted two sideboard slots on Chalice this weekend which I wasn't you know super stoked with yeah Um, probably should have been I don't weirdly weirdly and this is going to sound re- really weird probably a couple of Veilers yeah, a couple of sideboard yeah. Veilers. Yeah. Even though they operate in a similar fashion, Veiler is just far more targeted in Mirror and and, Flunderies. and right, exactly. Yeah. And Chalice is this card that's only for token collector. Anyway, so that was my experience with the deck. I thought the deck was great. Yeah. Um, I didn't think the Punk deck would win the weekend because although I think Punk's the out and out the strongest deck, most yeah. powerful deck, it just has like tournament issues. Okay. It has tournament issues. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how did you feel about um? your deck and nuts and testing and I guess like the build up because I, I cards on the table I felt very prepared yeah my deck list was my deck was ready Thursday night it was ready Thursday night like do you know what I mean before Friday night is the event I was ready to submit on Thursday night yeah and go and play so I was already done so I was as prepared as I've been for a little while so it was frustrating that the stuff I'd prepped just didn't come up that's fair cool how about well, you it was weird for me so um since I coach a lot now mm. and coaching a lot of people, it's my whole week was just like sessions, 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 like fully booked and try, you know, for recording a podcast as well. It was just, I, I didn't manage to finish my deck until 3 a.m. Saturday morning. It's Friday morning. Fr- sorry, Saturday, Saturday morning. Oh yeah. So Friday night. Yeah. 3 a.m. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And I hardly slept because of <sighs> it. I didn't have the right list. Um, I had two versions. Do I play gamma or not play gamma? I wish I just went um, for the latter um and man it was just yeah i i really wish i could replay the event yeah it would have been so different um i did throw because i could have topped i just made such a schoolboy error it was actually Mm. embarrassing um and i just didn't know how it could be used in my opponent's battle phase so i attacked with hot red and they put the guy in the defense okay couldn't back my 
my gamma to make Baron. So, so you didn't know how it could do that? No. I, I didn't know how it could do that. I thought how was our opponent's main phase. <laughs> That's what I thought how could do. I know fair, right. fair. So, my, I'm, I'm, all the listeners are like, these guys are so shit. I know, but the reality of it is, is like you it's, you just can't yeah. read every card. For, and how oh probably a really, really like bait one. They're like, oh my God. But dude, all right, how about this? In the fucking thousands of games I've played against like hard, nobody has used it in the battle phase. Yeah. Zero people. Mm-hmm. That's crazy though. Yeah. Uh, I know that seems like impossible, but that's the truth. That thing always gets busted in the main phase. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I, I mean, so like I played against it was uh, against a Dragonlink player, pretty cool guy actually. He um so that cost me the match. Uh-huh. He beat me, he topped. It was winning in. Whoever okay. wins that match makes top cut. Yep. And he it was his first of a Nats top. So congrats to him. Good I job, bro. I got your name. Super chill guy yeah. actually. A lot of my guys were chill. It was really nice. It was actually n- nicely old faces. N- Nationals is a great event because it gets people it's, you see everyone it's the yeah it's the event that brings everybody together the old pe- the old players the new players it, it bridges everything it's very it's cool it's really like um an open ceremony for like euros in some way like an open s- tournament for, for euros oh, you know, speaking of euros i'm so glad that i went x3 or whatever to make top one two eight <laughs> because i didn't have yeah. a Euro, i didn't have a, you didn't dude, have an invite i didn't have a euro i haven't played so i didn't have a euros invite yeah. and in Chat, the- everyone listening <laughs> give him a round of applause for, for getting his yeah, invite dude, but what's crazy is like there was like weird pressure yeah on me like because i was like i really want to play euros yeah you know and i thought to it's myself like the best event of there's the no way to get an invite short yeah. of like not because bro you go like zero four in this event yeah you're not playing euros no which is always possible you can just go and brick right yeah so like <laughs> i had to like dream crush because i really didn't want to be there on sunday yeah playing mm-hmm. but my opponent's like hey man you know we can still top can i play and i'm like bro our tiebreakers are so fucking atrocious there's no yeah. way topping i'm really sorry yeah Long one, take twelve hundred. OTK you. Do you know what I mean? Like just, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it just, it just felt very like I didn't want to be there playing at that point, mm-hmm. but I had to win and play to fucking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Tough spot. Um, who did I play against on Sunday? I played against the coolest Dragonlit player. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just drew really bad. Got two hundred really swift. Mm-hmm. And my lot. Oh, the guy that the guy that was trying to like angle for a free win was the last round opponent. Yeah, who I didn't know any of his cards did. So that should explain to you how bad my breakers were because me and yeah. him were just fully slumming it down at the bottom tables like just fucking yeah that's fair that's fair man i you know it's crazy so we had drytron win uk nats which is um, weird yeah a guy called uh nicholas burgus i can't mispronounce your name it's actually a nice guy actually i he he came up to me after he won his top 64 match and he was like oh hey jake how you doing I was like, man, um, he's like, you know, are you still in? I was like, no, I, I threw the last round, et cetera, and made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how about you? Are you still in? He's like, yeah, I'm in top 32. I was like, oh, good job. So we just spoke and it was like, you know, one game at a time. Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. What's really crazy about the Hulk thing is that um, you would be ridiculed for making a mistake yeah. against that Hulk and that Hulk situation. Oh, man, he's, look at that, he's not even that good. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. He's not even that good. He doesn't know about the Hulk thing. Ha, 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 right? Uh-huh. But, the, but the fact that you didn't know that Baron targeted makes yeah. you a cheater yeah can you see how much of a double standard that is so like when you let's say he was on stream and you're like oh my god i can't believe you misplay he doesn't know how that how come he's in the battle yeah. phase people would nobody would jump to your defense and be like oh my god not everybody knows it's not that big of a deal but yeah. they would vilify you for it and they'd be like see he's not that good fuck that guy but then yeah the baron thing is like oh surely he knows what the baron targets right he must know he has to know yeah what a double standard it's crazy. Right, I'm Sorry gonna, to like to interrupt no, you. In your fu- it's no, crazy it's to me though. It's, it's fine. I'm, um, and on that, I'm going to say something just after what I, uh, with the Nick uh, guy. So mm-hmm. Nick, congrats on winning. 
Uh, he seems like a really nice guy. Cool, actually. congrats, bro. Yo, national champion. Shut up, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, you're in the, you're in the club now. Welcome you to the club. You won that, bro. Congrats, man. Yeah, um, he said it was his last event. He's not going to play again. He's retiring. Oh, he's stop going, it. He's not going yours. I just, when he said that to me, I was like, I don't believe you. And he's like, but I made a promise. I was like, just renege on it. You got, um, he made a promise with his girlfriend. Okay. Um, but who knows? If, he, if we see him Fine. again, if we see you again. See you at yours, bro. Um, yeah, we'll see you at yours. He's got a VIP package, 2 He starts yeah. 2 Take her to yours, bro. Yeah, just give her, give her the holiday. Um, so, um, <coughs> we were chilling, talking, um, I was telling him, like, yeah, guys, take this advice, actually. If you make top cut, don't see it as, oh, I just need to go 5-0 it to like a, you know, that's it. Well, you can see it like that. What you need to do is you need to see it like, I need to take one game at a time, okay, and play the best you can because you work so hard to get to top cut. One, if you lose that match, you're out of the tournament. You yeah. play 10 rounds. So take it one game at a time. That's it. That's all I ever do. I actually yeah. try to take it one decision at a time, but yeah. Yeah, even, even one decision at a time. That's yeah, even, even better. Even, because most of your decisions are automatic, but anytime yeah. you're, you're faced with them, think mm-hmm. like, hey, let me just treat this like really, Yeah. this is really important right now. Yeah. In the moment. So what were you what you were saying about, oh, it's such a double standard. It really is. You, you know, I think it, it really does come down to jealousy. Okay. Elaborate on that. Yeah, fine. Elaborate on that. Yeah. I, but you realize it's the hordes of fish. It's not like the like the other solid players, right? Yeah. Like the other solid players know that they don't know everything. Because nobody can know everything. Yeah, but yet yeah, they ridicule and double standard people. They're the fish, though. That's yeah. the sea of fish, like the the, the, the good players. The good players. No, no, no. The the good players that the good like for example, I was talking. I talked to a lot of good players this weekend, and not yeah. all. As we were talking, we we obviously had rulings that we didn't all know. There was things yeah. that we just didn't all know because we all play different cards and different decks and stuff. Came up in testing, that, yeah. like the anti-spell thing, mm-hmm. the anti-spell yeah. thing. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, so the anti-spell thing is like probably really obvious to anybody who's played with anti-spell a lot. Yeah, would know this, and I'm going to sound like an idiot probably, but I'm just going to tell you anyway because if you didn't know, perhaps it could be useful to you. And this is why we do the podcast because like, hey man, this happened to me, and like yeah. I don't want it to happen to anybody else. Yeah. Um. So. Me and Jake are testing probably on a Wednesday or Tuesday before Nats. And I've got Antispo on the sideboard. And Antispo is directly competing with Dim Barrier for a spot in the sideboard. Mm-hmm. It's three or three. I don't think you can justify more than those three spots for your going first spot. Yep. So I'm just doing a three or three. Okay. And I haven't decided really what one I'm doing yet. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm playing with Jake and in his standby, I flip Antispo, right? Yep. And then you play something else. I'm like, cool. Chain Chalice. Mm-hmm. Flip Chalice to, to negate something. Mm-hmm. And a bystander... I'm not going to name anybody's name, but somebody who I consider to be like, to know rulings, yep. interjects and say, hey, you can't do that. You can't flip the uh, the the chalice that you've set on turn one alongside the anti-spell. You can't now flip it because you've... Even though both were set at the same time. In the same phase, same time. anti-spell yep. hasn't, been act- hasn't resolved yet. No, it hasn't resolved. No, but it hasn't resolved yet when you set both cards. Cool. So uh, let me be even more fucking transparent. I play first, turn one, do a combo, main phase two, Set anti spell. Well, whatever. Set, set, set anti spell. Yeah, set set yeah. forbidden chalice. Set forbidden droplet. Yeah. Cool. Pass. In his standby phase, flip anti spell. In my opinion, the chalice and the droplet should be live. Yeah. Cool. Because I can still use yeah. them. Right. That's right. Guy interjects when I flip the chalice on your fucking whatever it is you summoned, and he's like, "You can't do that." I'm like, "Why?" Is it you can't because the anti spell requires the even the set spells to be been there for entire until your next turn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Are you sure?" I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense, but how does the fucking anti have memory of the... And then there are no bystanders. bystanders. Confirms. Yeah, confirms. And I'm like... Confirms. Like, and and, and the, the statement they made actually was this. They go, bro, I've played Altergeist for like five years. I know this ruling. Just trust me. To which I respond, 
okay, sure, fine. And then you feel like I've just wasted. And so then I'm much like, oh my god, I'm actually gonna testing. because my plan against the deck is to go first, bring in Chalice for Token Collector as well as Anti Spell. And then you just never lose. And then, but but, the, but no no because I bring in I bring in Chalice to prevent myself from being Token Collected and then set Anti Spell. But yeah. I also want to set that Chalice if it doesn't end up getting used. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you, a protective you spell, can combo off. You should never lose that point. Yeah. Right. And in my mind, it's like, oh my god, am I really gonna end up with Anti Spells and Chalice? And it changed how I was sideboarding for the yeah. event. We're playing, we're playing, we're playing. Round five or round six, I'm with JY and a bunch of Luke Parks, JY, whoever the fuck, by Swanee Stan. Shout out to Swanee, by the way. Um, I'm sitting there with them and I'm talking to them about like how I didn't like anti-spell mm -hmm. because it changed how I sideboarded where I have to like sideboard out some of my spells that were anti-token collector against... Yep. You get what I'm talking about. I'm sure the viewers fucking get it. And then JY's like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? No, it is how it works. <laughs> and it he was, goes away and gets a judge. And a judge, he comes up with a judge, and I'm messing with them. I'm like, yeah, but bring me a real fucking judge, not this guy. Come on, bring me. Yeah, <laughs> just bring, bring me one in a red shirt. Yeah, bring me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they come up and he's like, nope. You, it's how JY said that the anti spell yeah. could. And I'm like, mind blown. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, man, this really affected my day. Yeah. In terms of how I cyborged. It didn't just affect your day. It affected the whole tournament because I was I was convinced it would work the way you were playing it because beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Of course. Because obviously, once anti spells face up, and then you set droplet. You obviously can't use it in your opponent's turn because it's not the 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 turn hasn't resolved yet. You need to wait for your following next yes. turn, okay? But because Annie's spell wasn't face up, yeah, it doesn't rec it doesn't recognize. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't you, you, yeah set cards and have memory. It's weird. It's weird. So and then when they here's what's weird though. Could could I technically in my own turn flip anti so set a card? Yeah. Let's say I set like triple tactics talent. Okay. And then flip anti spell in my own turn. Imagine it had been set the turn after. Imagine Antispell had been set for a whole time. I'm not sure of the rule. Imagine I set, I set Antispell. Yeah. Pass. My opponent just passes. Yeah. Just does nothing. Like blank turn. Do nothing. I draw. Set triple tactics. Yeah. Flip Antispell. Can I activate tactics at that turn? Because mm. how you, would that be you, different? If you set talent and then flip Antispell. Yeah. It can be activated, right? Yeah. It can be activated. Yeah. Cool. Fine. Then then it's the same ruling. Then. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. So that's what happened to me. I don't know how we got into this topic, but it was just talking about... About testing and like prepping for... Yeah, it was a little bit frustrating, like that 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 specific instance of like, you know, counting on people for rulings and. Yeah. Uh, but well, we're gonna be way more prepared for your rows. It's just it's just I I didn't have enough enough time for myself. Yeah. For, for that week to, sure. to have a deck because usually I'm like okay I'll crack on a list I'll focus on it. Um, do you wish you'd played what you had when we were testing more so than what you ended up playing? Yes. You do with the tactic because your list fucked me over so hard. Yeah. And it really was a bit jarring because you didn't end up playing. You ended up not playing it. And that's exactly what I said. You wouldn't end up playing that list. Yeah. No. Well, I was just using it because I didn't have time to right. deck yet. So what Jake but was playing me with, in, 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 yeah. he was playing me with like this fucking sword soul killer. Like this absolute. It wasn't just a sword soul killer. Yeah, yeah. But it was had... a format killer. I never lost to Despia or sword soul. Yeah. But you lost mirrors though. A lot of mirrors. I lost mirrors. Yeah. And, and that's why, in some ways, I was kind of like, mm, I don't want to play the game. Yeah, play yeah. this. He had like tactics, token collectors, nibs, veilers, imperms, and it was just like this utter sword soul killer. And it was for me. That's why I played the chalices in the end because I was yeah. like, oh my god, man, these fucking cretins out here just fully. Do you know what I mean? And I got to the event playing around, <laughs> playing around cards yeah. that nobody had. Mm -hmm. Specifically, in one instance, I played around tactics. Yeah. When it was pretty free to do so, mm -hmm. and ended up losing the game because of it. Anyway, man. So, yeah, euros. Euros is soon. Should be announced soon. And um, I'm excited for Euros, man. To be honest, prizes. You know, the, pri they've got the prizes. I'm. Um, you know what? I don't know who did it. Okay. Shout out to AD or Paolo or Konami America. Whoever did it. Uh huh. Oh my God. They've they've massively. They've they've licked, They're moving in the right direction. They've they've done the world 
good for Yu-Gi-Oh in terms of what they're, they're giving out for prizes now. So now what they've done is they've kind of gone back a step mm-hmm. with how they've done the mat. So usually their top cut play mat would be something from a current or meta set. Yeah. Um, and they would give it out. But now they've gone to Blackluster Soldier Envoy at the beginning. The one original. Of the, one of, yeah, the, the, one of the OG yeah. cards. Invasion of Chaos from 06, I think that set came out. 04, 04 even, yeah. That set's old. Um, 06 or 04, I believe it came out. And then old, old. It's way older. It might be older crazy set, yeah. right? So they're giving out that for, if you make top cut of Euros mm-hmm. and you get a crystal card version of it. You know, like I don't know if you saw them, the Dual Link, uh, for top goal. 42 for, for top cut if you make top I think I believe if you make top cut you get the mat and the crystal card that's amazing okay and then top 32 get a prize card on top of that so now if you make top, top 32 64, always get a prize card don't they yeah but usually before it was just if you make top 64 you get a play mat yeah which is fucking then, brutal yeah and then variants could play a part and you just miss it on a chaos emperor yeah okay which is like but if you get the, yeah that's amazing though so now you get the crystal card and the play mat and then if you make top 32 you prize get a prize card what's top well. 16 and then top 16 now you prize get card com- crystal thing plus something a, else and plus a complete set of the current set mm-hmm. okay then make top starlights. 8 starlights if you win you get starlights Ooh, you, okay. okay which I do think if you make top 8 they should give starlights sure. in that set if you make top 8 though the additional now you get a console and two complete sets well the current last two core sets basically the thing I like about Euros they're staggering is, it it's really cool yeah man. they always stagger every year mm-hmm. but now they've just made it better because but there's no worlds this year right there's no worlds so if you win if, Euros, do you get to go to Worlds next year? I think so. I'm not or, sure. What they're doing, though, is with the playoffs... Do you want to be my plus one for Worlds? <laughs> yeah, let's go, man. <laughs> so um, what they're doing with the playoffs for this year, mm. the 16 people are going to be playing with the next 16 for next year in, in a pod of 32, I believe. That's yeah. what I heard. Don't quote me on that, but that's what I heard from someone. That'd so be cool. That'd be really good. So, yeah. So with this change of prizes, it means... We should expect a huge change in prizes for the YCS season, sure. for the new season, which is going to be great. So, guys, you re- you you, you really do have a printer which makes money, and I'm really glad that you're using it because players now if they make top cut, they they really get value for money compared to just a play mat. It's not cheap to travel. It's 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 not. I'll stay somewhere. Not, I mean, travel in general. It's yeah. not cheap to travel. Be be there. Food for the weekend. It's not cheap. Entry to the tournament. So I'm I'm just glad. I think they really are like listening and paying attention now. Cool. Um, Good job, Konami. Oh yeah, questions, mm. questions. So two questions from the viewers. By the way, guys, if you have any questions for a future episode, we are getting Matthew Bell, ex-Konami employee. He's on the next episode. He's a, a first proper guest for the podcast, um, which has been really good. So if you have any questions for Matthew Bell, um, send them to me or send them to Sammy and then we can get into it. Send them to you. Send them to you. Send them to me. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, as well, guys... Um, appreciate all the support on youtube and spotify and google podcasts you can actually rate the podcast um on spotify i believe you can do it on google Podcasts as well or on youtube just go on youtube um if you want to put a comment because you can't do a comment on spotify uh just you know just we'll we always read your comments so it means a lot but yeah so questions all right i'm going to give you the first one um all right Except, okay, I think this was for me actually. Okay, um, except for Worlds, what's your favorite event you've been to, and can you remember what you played? Okay, so a guy called Dan Riley asked this question. Um, shout out to Dan. Dan, um, YCS Long Beach. It was the biggest event YCS of all time. Um, it should be beaten, I'm sure, in the next few years. Is it a lights one format? 
No, it was Dino Rabbit format with okay. wind-ups um, and his sectors. Sure. And Dartwood actually won. <laughs> Mike Belan won. Shout out to Mike. Good friend. Um, so, <laughs> crazy crazy event. 4,300 players. For one YCS? For one YCS. It was, into, it was 100, split, 100 YCS. Did they split into two pods? No. They just ran it. They, they just ran it. Ran they it. fucking ran it. That's like Could, the fucking World Series of Poker. Bro, it's like that. You should have yeah. seen the whole room, right? That's so incredible. obviously Konami didn't expect that many players because if you if you enter the event, because it was the 100th anniversary, which they always do for anniversary events, they give everyone who enters the event a playmat. Yeah. So they give a tour bus playmat, okay? Tour bus? A, a tour bus playmat, okay? okay? And I believe they only made 2,000 of these or 2,500 or even 3,000. So between two and 3,000. They were so short. They, so they only expected that amount of players. Okay, God knows what they were doing, uh, you know, how they quickly managed to turn around the extra thousand plus players into this event. So they had to quickly do that, which they did. Obviously, there were going to be delays because of that. The queue was around the convention center outside <laughs> into like, into the, incredible. Like, uh, yeah, like, it was crazy. And shout out to Konami as well, because they, they said, okay, even instead of capping registration, we're going to let everyone enter. And anyone that doesn't get a playmat, instead of you not getting a playmat, we'll just owe you it and ship you it and we'll get more made. Amazing. Yeah. And the playmat given out for Top Cut was a Blood Mephis Top 64 anniversary map. Um, and uh, yeah, 4,300 players. A great event. It was Top 64 cut. Top 64 cut. That's 12 so rounds of Swiss. And day one was crazy long. So what did you have to go? 12-0 to make fucking... No, you had to go... I think you had to go 11-1. 10-2. Is that to it? Top Cut. 4,300. Yeah. Yeah. 12 oh, rounds. Yeah. Fine. 12-10-2 minimum. Um, I went 12-0 in Swiss. I was the only undefeated with yeah. wind-ups. And I love wind-ups. I, I still to this day was that, I still think that was the best deck then. Everyone was like, oh, no, it's Dino Rabbit. But no, it really was that deck. Went 12-0. Won my top 64 match. Lost my top 32 match. But I had a great, great day. It was amazing. Um, just because it was crazy seeing that many players in the room. And this was when we didn't have online pairings. Mm. Everyone had was storming to the pairing. It was chaotic. But it was, it was done well. And um, it was great. It was really good fun. Um, but yeah, Dan, that's my answer. Um, so the next question is from... Dude, I almost want to like get into smoking cigars. Why? I just don't know, man. I think it's fucking cool, man. I'll just shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut up, man. What's the next question? <laughs> okay. Um, this is an interesting one. Um, from a guy called Tristan Bridges. He asked, how do you... Because f- this, uh, this is actually so true. How it's just it's happened so often. How do you feel about players talking smack to one another? For example, <laughs> when in game, I no. love that shit. No, yeah, because you watch shit. like people slap each other, slapping matches oh. online on YouTube. Yeah, I and love stuff. that shit, man. When we watch them until like four in the morning. The best ones so where I'm like, uh, the best ones where I'm like, yeah. fifth time in anything, and they're like, no, I'm like, get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, bad. Um, so he's like, how do you feel about players talking smack for, to one another? For example. A lot of players in the online community calling each other free, easiest match of the day, etc. Easy, easy. Do you feel it's different in person and online? Thank you for taking the time to answer my question. Hold that energy. If you're going to be that guy online, yeah. hold it in real life. That's all I care about, man. You know, I, I, dude, you know who I am, bro? All right. Sony, JY, all of you. Know, like, I'm, I'm short that king. We were playing fucking... Um, short that, yeah. <laughs> the whole day, because I was like having a bad day, I was playing... um. Half 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 deck uh, sword soul. Yeah. So I just picked up my sword soul deck, halved it with anybody, uh-huh. and we play like best of ten. Yeah. Crushed. <laughs> just crushed everybody. <laughs> so uh, that was about shit talking and having fun. There was no like real. Yeah. It was like you just draw one card at a time, yeah. which is very fun. Like, and it was all about just shit talking and 
enjoying Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I've played a bunch of... Uh, there's an old... You know LOB format? Mm-hmm. Dude, I played that. Have you played oh, LOB format? Yeah, no, no, I've not played it. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, that, that was, was so, fun. That, that was torture. Dude, it's so it long. was so fun. It was fun, though. Yeah, I bet. It'd be so nice to play like every different event, play a different format. Dude, it was just a ton of fun. Like, playing all of those kind of... You that's Christ- why... You played Kristoff, didn't you? And you just slapped him yeah yeah <laughs> it was fun it was just like all of those kinds of things were the most fun things about nats like seeing old friends like mm-hmm. playing old picking up where you left off yeah because i hadn't spoken to Swanee in a while yeah um in the interest of transparency i think you and Swanee had a bit of a disagreement years and years and years ago actually to be <laughs> to be fair way back when you used to hate each other like eight, <laughs> 10 years ago ego and man it, it was probably down to me though as well like coming in between you like just fucking trolling you like yeah, making we just you. trolled everyone we trolled each other and yeah. it just ego but, but, but then way. like five years ago four years ago i saw Swanee at a ycs or a tournament mm-hmm. and and i know his energy was a little bit off and i think because you and i were friends and his energy was a little bit off towards you so i kind of got caught up in the yeah. crossfire but then seeing him this time round, he was just his old self like completely yeah. chill amazing guy like you know was, just chilled yeah yeah and it was fun just playing these old formats and like half deck sort of half deck god i'm so good at <laughs> dude if the tournament was half deck yeah. god i'd be fucking national champion right now oh my god i was crushing it i came up with a strategy where like if you open 10 years to quickly use all the monks yeah <laughs> because there's <laughs> so only three monks them. so you probably couldn't use monks fucking hell man they were like not on my wavelength they were like why did you do that i'm like bro how many monks you got left, bro? Yeah, yeah. Someone's only saying that now, so he won't have to play because he's never playing against you again. Which yeah, is, yeah. He's, yeah, locking yeah, that, he's locking yeah. that title. God. So, so, so with this, oh, I love shit talking, man. You can't. Yeah. yeah. This this nice guy on here right now that you look at is like me when I'm chilled at the end of the day doing yeah. a podcast. You like at events, dude. People met me at the event. Yeah. They know I just fully like shouting and like, <laughs> dude. We were fu- we played a um we played a short deck and every game I won. Yeah. If I pinched it, I think I played the LOB format and was like one and five against Swanee at one point. Yeah. But when I got that first win, yeah, I stood up, hands raised, yeah, and just paraded myself around the fucking <laughs> na- around nuts. I was like, "That's right, Swanee. That's right. Take it. Take that L." <laughs> <laughs> Even though I was like one and five or some shit. Oh man. So it's interesting, actually. I believe that. Well, in in life, there's I think there's two versions of people. Yeah. An online version mm. and an in person version. Sure. Because if you had the same energy as if people had the same energy as they have online mm. oh my it'd be a bloodbath yeah my, my brother ferris always says um the world would be a different place um if uh, you knew where everybody lived because, <laughs> <laughs> because like if somebody comes through in the comments bro but that it says yeah. the address underneath yeah their energy is going to be different fam because you would just get punched in the fucking crazy man yeah you're right like, yeah. people just don't People just make a fake account just to talk shit. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And it's cringe. It's the anonymity, yeah. People are protected because... But it's like, if, if you... Here's what's weird about anonymity is like, you want to be anonymous because you want to say this fucking thing and get under yeah. somebody's skin. But if you truly believed it, wouldn't you want your name to be attached to it? Yeah. As your own opinion? For sure. So you want to detach yourself from the opinion because you're scared? Yeah. But if it's your opinion, you should share it and be yeah. proud of it. Yeah, you should share it, yeah. I mean, if your, so if, if you're proud of your opinion, share it with your name. Why, why make another account and just hide behind a screen? Exactly, because here's the thing, man. If anybody's ever doing it like that, it means that, man, you know what it means, bro. It means that they are probably somebody you know and they're quite close to you. It's the yeah. truth. It's the reality yeah. of it. And they just want to, they're just jealous or bitter. You know what they say? Like, um, your, uh, your biggest fan is someone you don't know. Like, for example, for like, I, there's plenty of people that were fans of the podcast. And by fans, I mean, like, we're not like a huge podcast, but they were fans. They were, yeah. We listened to avid listeners. Thank you so much. That was cool. I'd never met any of them. Yeah, but your biggest hater is going to be somebody that is in your fucking circle, bro. Yeah, some guy that's waiting for you to fucking trip and fall. You know, somebody you know, somebody that smiles and then like behind the scenes is like, God, just fucking... in the grass. Yeah, yeah. I know you got to be careful of them. 
All right, um, boys, I think that's a good spot. Nationals was a blast. Anything you want? How about this biggest regret from Nats? Because Nats is a big event for you. Love it. You always seem to do really well. I love Nats. I love Nats. Like, yeah, last year I topped eight. The year, last, last time I played. Yeah, yeah, enough of the fucking. This guy's. You know, it's just, bro, it's just. I just like. I, I like Nats because I like. I, I just. It means a lot to me, right? But what um, was your. What would you say is your biggest uh, thing you got wrong this year? Not spending enough time on myself working on the deck. I tell you my biggest one, my biggest one, and I I think I mentioned it on like a, a small interview I did with JY. I don't know if he'll post it or not, but um, it was that the group of people that I sh- uh, I travelled up with, we just weren't emotionally aligned. Like when it comes down to like wanting to do well at the event, dude, I was asleep at ten on Friday night, on Saturday I was asleep at like eleven, you know, or so. Yeah. You know, like fully like mm-hmm. not wanting to be up until two three a.m. and the morning I don't want to go play laser tag or whatever the fuck they wanted to do no so our alignment in terms of what we wanted from the weekend was very different yeah they wanted to go and have a weekend away and I wanted to go and do well at a tournament yeah and if you're in a group or in a room with those kinds of people it's not just them I'm going to be I'm I'm not going to be very pleasant to be around similarly they're going to fucking jar me yeah it's the same you know what I mean and it, and it's not a resu- it's not as a result of me being a douchebag or them being really nice it's as a result of us being very different in what we want from that weekend yeah. and th- do you know what I mean it's like you, going to fucking like when you're watching a football match the two teams on the pitch both want to win and they're both pros yeah you're not going to go with your with your friend who's on the enemy side right it's not just that but it's like imagine like a football fucking two teams bro yeah and one of the teams is like ah oh, you know what we're not that invested you know, anybody in the crowd want to go and go? You know what I mean? Like a casual... <laughs> everybody's there as a professional. Yeah. They wanna, they, they're yeah. there to win and crush. And, they, you know, it means a lot they're to sleeping them. They're sleeping well. They're eating well. Right. And I just know, felt like... Training. We went... I, dude, I travelled up with like 20 people from London. Like we yeah. went in like four different cars. And uh, of the 20 people, I would say four of them, maybe five of them were like seriously wanting to take this yeah. event seriously. The rest of 15 or so were like casual. And don't get me wrong. Would I fuck around with these people and spend time with them? They're like 15 of my... Or like twelve of those yeah. people, are like my guys, fuck with these people, love mm-hmm. them to bits, man. Play well with them every week. Yeah, vibe with them. They're the most, they're the coolest people. But I couldn't play. I couldn't go up to an event with them again. No, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. 